is Corey and Phil, and we're feeling good. We're bringing soccer, this football, to this American hood. Thirsty Thursday got the best of you, so settle down with the gentle dude. other football hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the other football podcast i am Corey, as always with phil phil special march madness edition coming at you a special saint patrick's day edition also oh that's double the glory double two for one that's a win-win kill two stones with one bird that's exactly what they say uh, so, yeah, we got a special March Madness edition for you folks. If you're American, like us, you know exactly what that means. Uh, if you're not American and you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. Second of all, yeah, I was gonna say this. we'll fill we should... you in. <laughs> right? It means a lot to me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep thank uh, you. Thank you, mates, for our Australian people. And a few Brits. A few Brits. Not females, but British people. Right, right, right. All right, so we're going to get to a little... Uh, a little March Madness EPL edition. What? Um, yeah, that's happening. And then we'll touch on, uh, you know, the usual stuff. We've got FA Cup action. We've got Champs League, Premier League as always. And uh, maybe the return of Heard It Through the Grapevine, Phil? Oh, I bet you wonder how I knew. Oh, yeah. All right, Corey, let's get going. March Madness here. So obviously in honor of everybody losing thousands and thousands of dollars, whether through pools or betting first half, second half, parlays, teasers, reverse action, splits, anything you're doing, I know you're not going to win. So in advance of you losing all of your savings, uh-huh. we are going to do a EPL March Madness edition based on the mascot. So, I mean, you guys probably picked your brackets like this anyways when you were like seven years old, so this shouldn't be too difficult for you. Well, to be fair, uh, the person that picks their bracket based on mascots has just as good of a chance of winning as somebody that thinks they know what they're doing you know i i can't disagree with you more what are you talking it's about? not true it's not true at all i know if a monkey threw a dartboard at a stock a dartboard full of stocks they do much better than people it's not how that works dude i guarantee you if you pick somebody picking it over mascots over me who follows college basketball all the time because i'm doing financial advising for my <laughs> for yourself con- from my clients I guarantee you I do better. Fact. All right. Fair enough. That's a fact. Fair enough. All right. So, Corey, what do we got for the brackets here? Okay. So, we're going to narrow this down to uh, just an eight-team matchup here. Not 64 like college. We'd be here all freaking night. We're going to go be eight. Bad, bad radio. Bad radio. <laughs> Very bad radio. Really bad radio. <laughs> okay. Two sides here. We're going to go side A. We've got a matchup. West. Let's call it the West. Right, West, West Coast. West side. We've got Everton versus Leicester. Watford versus Southampton. On the east side, we're going to go with West Ham versus Arsenal and Man U versus Bournemouth. Shout out, he said. Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right, so west side. First matchup, we've got the Toffees of Everton versus the Foxes of Leicester. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Give us your thoughts, Phil. All right, so I actually, to be honest, is the first time I'm looking at this. I didn't know who the mascots were for all the teams. I don't really know what a Toffee is. I'm 90% sure a Toffee is a type of candy. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm pretty yep. sure you can have toffee coffees or something like that. And the foxes, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, I think. The toffee beats the foxes. So I had the th- same thought. Toffees definitely beat foxes. But do, do you know why, though? Yeah, because, well, at least for me, foxes are going to go in like crazy, right? They're just going to be like, ooh, toffees. Freaking love toffees. Let me but, swallow a bunch of them. But the toffees are poisoned. That's my theory. What? Damn. 
po- poisoned by Lukaku's inability Game to sign changer. another deal, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> fair, fair. All right, okay. next we've got the Watford Hornets versus the Southampton Saints. Okay, so I could go one of two ways here, okay? Mm. First of all, Hornets on just a normal person. I'm taking Hornets, you know, 10 times out of 10. They'll just sting the shit out of you. You cannot come back from that. But Saints, people forget, they have God on their side. So I think that's a game changer. I'm going with the Saints. I would normally say the same, but I think in this situation we have we have something where you could have. So a Saint is a person, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's also more than that. And sure. to me, that means it could be a feeling, it could be an emotion, it could be an animal, perhaps. Okay. So I'm kind of going on the impression that the hornet might be godly as well. Um, God created this world and, he, world, and he put, you know, people there just along seven animals. days. Yep. So he, you know, he didn't just put people out there. He put animals as well. And I think sure. hornets may or may not be the representation of a saint-like for the animals. We don't know what animal religion so is. So you're saying we got saint on saint action here? I th- that's what I'm saying. I think there's a good possibility. Ooh. Animal religion states that the hornet, there's 12, 12 discipled hornets that are all saints, and then there's a bunch of other hornets that reach out to the animal god. Okay. So, you're, so I'm gonna go your winner hornets. is the hornets. I actually, I'd go tie, but I would say hornets. Okay, so we got, we got a one-to-one. Yeah. This is what we didn't think about here is how we break a tie. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we, we prepare for all of our shows, by the way. Yeah, we prepare. Very well prepared. Um, so we're going to revisit that because we need, we need a matchup <laughs> against the Toffees. Well, I think the Toffees will fight the Hornets, but we'll discuss that after. So east side, we've got the West Ham Hammers. Sure. First, my boys, the Arsenal Gunners. Corey, what do you got? Okay. Um, so, you know, obviously a gun is going to take out somebody with a hammer. That's just a no-brainer. That's a good point. But if you've ever played Super Mario, you know there's those guys that chuck the hammers from above. They got pretty good distance, pretty good accuracy. Um, gunners, arsenal, you know, you're, you're looking at, what, old-school muskets. Uh, what's their little logo? It's a cannon, I'm pretty sure, right? It is a Cannons cannon. were pretty damn inaccurate. So I think a little weaving and dodging, get close enough, chuck the hammer, boom. Winners, West Ham. I'm going to take Gunners because Hammers built the arsenal. Like so? Hammers were literally used. That You can't take 17 hammers and, hammers and break a cannon. Uh, yes, you could. No, you can't. You and, as Michael, and as Michael Scott would say, Hammer, Gunner, hardly know her. But what if you hit it just enough where you kind of like, you, you dent it and you twist it. So now the musket all of a sudden says shooting straight. Now it's got a nice little chunk. Hammer right. into it. I'm, I'm sold. Hammers it is. I Although this is, this is a hypothetical mascot fight, not real-term soccer. All right, Hammers it is. <laughs> Next, we've got the Man U um. Red Devils. Arr, that's a devil sound <laughs> versus the Bournemouth. <laughs> wait, are they really called the Cherries? The Bournemouth yep. Cherries? Yep, Bournemouth Cherries. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who you, who you got in this matchup? Um, I mean... I think I'm going to go poisonous again. I just have this thing in my head. I don't know if it's because I was reading the Bible the other day with the rotten apple, but I think the cherries <laughs> are poisonous. I got to go. I got to go Bournemouth. See, my thinking, it wasn't so much on poisonous. I was thinking again to like the choking thing. Like a red devil would probably see a cherry and be like, oh, damn, that looks delicious. Let right. me get some of that. They're so hot because they're devils. They melt the fruit and now all of a sudden they just got the pits. They swallow that. They die 
from choking to death from pit, pit, from pit the choking. pits and then the pits yeah. slowly you know they come out of their mouth um and back to the real world okay cherries cherries it is do we do another round or are we yeah. going to end no, it we here? Yeah, no, we got another round. We're going to keep four. going on. So let's speed it up a little bit. So we got final four. We've got the Toffees. Toffees. Versus and the Hornets. Versus the Hornets. And then we got the Hammers versus the Cherries. Right. <laughs> so Toffees versus Hornets. Mm. Um, <laughs> so we. Oh, this one's tough. Yeah. Hornets like sweet things. I do. And the poisonous theory, it's got to be Toffees. I think you're I right. Think, I, I think I know who's going to be in the finals. <laughs> but. <laughs> so we're going to go Toffees. Okay. Right. And now hammers, West Side. hammers, and cherries. Now, this one's interesting. This one's tough. Because a hammer could smash, smash a cherry. cherry. Right? But if there's enough cherries, they could overtake a hammer and basically, like, keep it down, you know, on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Does you what, 2,000 pounds of cherries to stop a hammer from getting up? Yeah. No. You got to think outside the box, Phil. No, I think you're right. I think hammers. No, I think we got to go hammers. All right, so we got Toffees, hammers in the finals. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2017 National Championship matchup is between the Everton Toffees and the West Ham Hammers. West Ham Hammers. Mm. So Toffees are stronger candy than than cherry is a fruit. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so we got a little bit of a different situation here. Not sure you could hammer it into chunks. Toffees are sticky too, so I feel like if a hammer hit a toffee, oh, it's just sticky enough to get stuck. Yeah. It's kind of like then baiting suffo- it in. It's suffocating the hammer. So uh-huh. hammer, hammer doesn't be, hammer can't breathe, uh, breathe, breathe. Hammer can't breathe. Toffees win. Sure. One I can nothing see that. over time. Right. One nothing over time. Boom. Toffees All right, ladies and gentlemen. are your EPL March Madness champions. If you disagree, tweet at us. At, uh, what is it, Phil? The other uh, footy. At the other footy, uh, we will be doing this every year, so stay tuned for 2018's March Madness EPL uh, brackets. Yep, see if the Toffees can repeat as national champs. All right, let's go. So let's talk about some Champions League real soccer stuff. We had quarterfinals teams finishing up this week. We saw some crazy stuff go down, uh, particularly on the Manchester City side of things where they tied 6-6 on aggregate but lost two away goals. Yep. So we've got our final... What is it? Eight teams for mm-hmm. quarterfinals? Mm-hmm. So we have Manchester City. We do. We have Atletico Madrid. We do. We have Barcelona. I think that's exactly how you pronounce that. We do not have Arsenal. Womp, womp, womp. Which leaves us with Bayern, so that's four teams. We then, for our fifth team, have a very, very... Con- we do- Actually, we don't have Man City. We have Monaco. I don't know why I said that. I made that mistake. God. Phil, this goes back to us preparing for this podcast. We've got Juventus as the fifth team. Juventus. We've got, got Leicester City mm-hmm. as, as the sixth team. We've got Kristen Pulisic's led Borussia Dortmund. Sure, we do. As the seventh team, and then we've got the shitty Real Madrid as eight. God bless America. Sorry, I, you lost me at Christian Pulisic. That's okay. So those are our final eight. The drawings will be out either some. I think it's sometime this week, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when they come out, but uh, as of this recording, we do not, not have out. those matchups. All right, Correct. but let's talk about one thing most important. Well, two things really, but I want to start with Leicester City. Mm-hmm. I think they're secretly pulling off the most brilliant thing one has ever seen in any sport ever. <laughs> That's high praise. This, this is what's happening. Leicester City has found a way 
to to break soccer. High score is that bad? <laughs> they are doing what everyone should have done years and years ago. So I have a theory, and it's not a theory; it's a fact. I am confirmed. Leicester is just focusing on a silverware. They say, "I want Champions League. I'm gonna go get mm-hmm. it. I want EPL Domestic League. I'm gonna go get it." I want FA Cup. I'm going to go get it. They literally do not give a shit, do not care about any other competition that's going on. They'll bench all their players. They play horribly. They save all their energy only for whatever competition they decided to go to. So there's zero reason they should be in the quarterfinals of Champions League because they're in almost last place in the EPL. So it's just a brilliant strategy that's getting unfolded. I can't believe it took me this long to understand that Leicester City isn't behind everybody, Corey. No, 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 no. They're lightning years away. So everyone's always like, oh, let's try to do it all in one year. Let's win the let's win the sex let's win the sex temple treble where we win seven championships. It's too much. Why not just win one a year? And then in five years you won all five championships. Is that not a franchise? I don't know. As they say, Lester is playing chess. Everybody else is playing Chinese checkers. I think you or hit the nail on checkers. the head. Or regular or, checkers. I think you, Chinese checkers are pretty fun. The only slight argument I have against that is it's not like they've been sitting everybody in all their Premier League matches. Yeah, but it's because they can't make it obvious. If you obviously bench all your best players, everyone's be like, what are they doing? And then they only start their starters and champions. That's like, that's like showing your hand, Corey. So they're starting their regulars, but maybe but they're not before, trying. Maybe, yeah, maybe in the, in the tunnel. Hey, hey, Vardy, Vardy. Mm, it's, just no, tone it's it like, down. Tone it down this match. Like, just chill. Think of it like when you grow up. You're, you're out at a bar, but there's no hot potential there, but you're there. So everybody still thinks you're doing your thing. You know, nothing's wrong with Phil. You know, he's still out. He's having a few beers. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mm-hmm. trying. I'm not getting after it. Now, However, do you, think, do you think this was Ranieri's plan all along? Because he had his I just awesome don't think year t- last year, and he was like, you yeah. know what? I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it is, and he forgot to tell someone. So he made the first mistake of Definitely. keeping a secret. <laughs> you should never keep a secret, ever. Um, he made a big, big mistake of keeping one, and nobody knew. It was just a simple miscommunication. Right, uh, right. And I'm really shocked that the English media hasn't caught on. They might after they listen to the other football podcast, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe give them a heads up. Um, but I, it is insane that they are uh, quarterfinals of Champions League. You look at them and you think they're one of the best teams in the world. and uh, Or England, for that matter. Not, yeah, not even close. But um, no. So stay tuned for Champions League draws. I, we should know when they come out, um, but it's certainly not as of this time. So moving on to some other news that's going on in the world around us. Mm-hmm. We've got everything court. We've got EPL and FA Cup. So I hate when half the games in EPL are postponed because of FA Cups, like the fourth round, and the other yeah. half of teams are still playing because there's no conflict. So long story short, we had a lot of those, but we had one very big matchup, which ended up in a very awesome moment that was captured beautifully by social media. Looking at you, Twitter. Chelsea beat Manchester United in the FA Cup quarterfinal, and Conte and Jose Mourinho went at it. They did you do see the, not like each other. Did you see the clip? I did not. What oh, they do? You, you got to watch it. It was about a play. Um, some people had funny reasons around what they were arguing, but Conte was pretty much screaming all the way from his bench, as every manager does when facing Mourinho, mm-hmm. walking towards the fifth official who separates the two managers. Mourinho's kind of like, trying to, I would imagine this is what he's saying. <laughs> and Conte's going nuts at him. Not happy. I do not believe there was a handshake after the game. So um, insert another manager who's made it on Jose, or another manager that Jose Mourinho's now on his naughty list. Yeah, it's probably easier to count the managers who don't hate Mourinho than do at this point. I would assume it's only him. Jose, you know who he reminds me of? Do you know, do you know who he really reminds me of? Who's that? In related, relatable terms for the, from the other other football. Sure. Pete, Pete Carroll. I have a theory that Jose okay. is the Pete Carroll of soccer. This is why. 
He's had a relatively successful career. Uh-huh. He's substantially ruined a handful of teams. Yep. And they're both big douches. <laughs> I think the third point seals it. So, tit for tat. Tit for tat. Potato, tomato. Exactly. Exactly. All right, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, in other FA Cup action, some not as exciting results. Uh, Arsenal over Lincoln City, not much of a match there. 5-0. Same on uh, Tottenham side, 6-0 over Millwall. Uh, really uh, really fle- flexing their muscles against the strengths, the powerhouses in, uh, yeah. in the FA Cup. Same with City. They won uh, 2-0 over Middlesbrough. It's just Maybe, funny looking at these matchups. Well, and then all of a sudden you def- got Chelsea Man U. Yeah, but that's the beauty of, that's the, beauty of the FA Cup. Is every is, single team, your local pub team. Can enter the they FA Cup, like 18th division in the UK. It's it's something beautiful. Um, maybe Vanger stays now. I mean, it's pretty pretty <laughs> convincing victory. Uh, anyways, what, Liverpool- what have you done for me lately? You know, league. So hey, it's five 0 boom. How can you how can of, you fire mem- me? Memory of a goldfish. We also saw Liverpool finally beat a shitty team, which never <laughs> happens, especially this year. They're notorious for beating really good teams and not beating really shitty teams, which is why they never make Champions League and which is why they're always outside the top four. But they finally beat one. They're creeping up there. They're creeping. Creeping. Uh, they're, they're close. So they're in Champions League position now, I believe. Uh, the matter the question is whether they're going to stay there. Yep. We shall see. They're in uh, fourth right now. Your boys from Arsenal, five points back. But here's the thing. You, I mean, you mentioned it. We, we missed some games, some Premier League matches this weekend because of FA Cup, Champions League, et cetera. Arsenal has played two games less than Liverpool. Yep. Same thing with Man U. They're six points back from Liverpool for that fourth spot. So it's certainly possible for them to uh, make up a little ground. Um, I mean, really, it's you're fighting for those Champions League spots at this point in the Premier League. We've already talked about that last episode how this is pretty much Chelsea's to to lose here so you're shooting for two through uh four so that's you know Arsenal Man U can make it interesting could be five teams for three spots yeah that makes for a fun ending it sure does and more importantly let's take a train now or airplane whatever flies better for you Mm -hmm. Uh, let's go to Germany where now boarding on platform Christian Pulisic Three goals in the last four games. It doesn't stop, Phil. It doesn't stop. The kid's a fucking beast. I love it. Beast. Composure, poise, skill. 18 Clutch years goals, old. too. Not even pointless goals. Like these aren't no, pointless these are games, games against. He's like scoring the initial goals of a routing. So when it's like three or four, nothing, he's in there early. Yep. Um, he's taking it to home. Like when we thought he hit his peak and it's like. You know, he's starting, he's getting good, he's got a couple assists in, he's playing well, he's involved in all the plays. And you hear all the, get, all, you know, all the talking heads, hey, don't get too excited about the youngster, relax. He's still got a lot of work oh, to hey, do. Oh, hey, next match, goal. Oh, and the one after that, goal. And then the one after that, Oh, he's starting not. a Champions League match that they need to win to uh, advance? Sure, that's no big deal for an 18-year-old just, on one of the world's best it teams. It must be one of the most satisfying. This is like playing FIFA player pro when you're on a <laughs> score sheet. When you're on a score sheet and you see... Your name and then Shirley's name right after yep, you. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's great. I'm so happy for him. Um, you know what? I'm going to start sliding into his DMs to see if I can get him on. Try it. Try it. You know, tell him, uh, hey, big time U.S. Uh, podcast over here. Come on, Christian. Um, before we move on from Christian, maybe premature, but I did hear something about um, it was an ex Bayern player. Asked him, or no, I think he mentioned something about how Pulisic should go play for Bayern. 
while the Dortmund coach was right there next to him. And he was like, hey, oh. by the way, Christian, come to Bayern. Corey, Imagine I, got, that. I, don't have, I got breaking news for you. Everybody leaves Dortmund to go to Bayern. I know. He would, just be, he would, just, he be would just be the next one. He would just be the next one. Um, I actually don't think that's the best idea yet. No. I think no, he has a yet. perfect opportunity where he is now to get a probably two or three more seasons in when he's like 20, 21 years old, then sign a big contract. Starting. Last yeah, thing I mean, you want to do is jump exactly. to that team. And especially, especially when you're peaking like he is right now. It should be stupid. Yeah. It would be really dumb. So, anyways, let's move to Herd It Through the Grapevine. We've got a couple rumors spreading or running in circles around the rumor mill. Uh, first one hits home very dearly to me. Sure, it does. Mesut Ozil potentially to Manchester United. And in the same article, it referenced Sanchez. So, I Also to Man U or just Sanchez to, leaving? To Man U, to get both of them. Ooh. So I immediately lost credibility with what I was reading. But it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't change the fact that my source says Ozil supposedly to Manchester United. Devastating. I think Zlatan would be a big fan of that move if he were to stay around. Well, because Ozil played, uh, played for Mourinho in Real Madrid. So everyone's like, well, because they, they once coexisted. They should um, again. There's a good possibility they could, they could um, do, it, do it again. Right, right. Okay, so speaking of Man U, I heard through the grapevine a name thrown out there that maybe didn't expect to hear. But Thomas Muller expressed some interest in maybe departing Bayern also for Man U. Could be an interesting little setup there. I think that's the worst idea in the world. Lewandowski, he's not playing well. That's, it's not because he's really good, he's not getting an opportunity. He's just not playing well. Who, he's, Muller? Yeah, he just hasn't scored in forever. Yeah, Le- I think he's got one goal this entire Bundesliga. Yeah, Lewandowski just dominates that position. And, I mean, that's what happens. He's playing well. He's not, you know, you're not going to bench Lewandowski to put in Muller. But Muller is a goal scorer. I think he can do more in the right spot than what he's doing for Bayern right now. Well, yeah, it's really tough to score when you're on the bench. But I just <laughs> really, really think this is a bad idea. Let's ask Manchester United and how well it went last time they took a old, retired, not so informed German dude <clears throat> looking at you, Schweinsteiger. How, how did that go? <laughs> yeah, not, not the greatest. Uh, but just something to keep an eye on, he obviously. Schweinsteiger scored, scored two goals in 34 appearances. Yeah, but he was also very old. I think Muller is only like 27. Yeah, but strikers, it's a little bit different. You don't see many 40-year-old strikers hanging around. So, Yeah, it is a pretty precipitous, you like that word? Precipitous decline Wow, for that you. position. Look at you. Yeah, um, yeah. you well, what else is precipitous is Lukaku saying no way to Everton. Uh, so they're trying to sort out a five-year deal um, mm-hmm. to lock him in, there probably for the rest of his career uh, and when he's in his prime. But he said no, uh, and then not only did he say no, he then decided to show up at practice the next day with a 350,000-pound Rolls Royce. As one does. And this blew up in the UK media. Like I was reading all these articles and tweets about it. <laughs> I mean, some of the responses were very twofold. It was, well, what did you expect the guy to do? Walk to practice in the rain with no shoes on? Versus, what a twat. <laughs> what a twat rubbing oh, in how much money he no, has to Everton. For you. And it's just, it's, it's black and white in terms of what they think. I'm kind of side with him being a little bit of a dick. Um, I don't buy the whole argument. Like, what did you expect him to drive in a Ford Camry in 1995? So sure, sure. No, I'm sure he could have bought a less than 350,000-pound <laughs> car and drove that. You know, Audis are still really nice. Well, maybe uh, he's thinking about the money that he might make if he signs with Chelsea. Well, I so think I've seen he's, him link to them. I, I think it was a proverbial slap in the face, which is why mm-hmm. I'm leaning with the side that he was just being a dick. Yeah, sure. Um, but that's it for who th- heard it through the grapevine. Uh, we're still not really in transfer season. Uh, it doesn't open up until, I believe it's August or June. 
Um, yeah, so yeah. We, we still have some time. But there are rumors mills are always turning. Um, water is always stop. pumping in and out. Media is doing its thing. Uh, speaking of media, I was thinking the other day, there's one mm-hmm. thing that I really, really dislike about soccer in Europe versus all professional sports in America. Okay. And what's that? The fact that they don't use, they don't weaponize social media like American athletes do. Oh. So the reason I came Night up with this day. was I was reading an article about Van Persie, and he's like, apparently he's in Fenerbach or however you pronounce that, uh, in Netherlands. Fenerbahce. Old retired. I think there's not, a sh in there. Yeah, Fenerbahce. And <laughs> he's been there for quite a little bit, uh, kind of running his mouth, beating dick, got in a fight with some guy on the field, pushed him. He scored a goal, ran right in front of a guy's face and, like, celebrated in his face, doing all old man Robbie Van Persie things. But mm-hmm, one of the mm-hmm. players that he was being a dick to, his wife, super, super hot model from Slovakia, went to Twitter and told all the Fenerbahce fans to go fuck themselves. <laughs> so it escalated very, very quickly. Um, and then immediately t- tweets were deleted. People were fighting back and forth. But it made me realize we need more of that. Can oh, you, absolutely. Can you imagine if we could get like Mourinho and Wenger battling each other on Twitter? Be amazing. I mean, you made the point about American sports. The first thing that comes to mind is remember that crazy wife um, for the Miami Dolphins, that the cornerback... Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I think yes. it was Grimes, something Grimes, and she just went off. About, like this is the guy's team he's playing on, and she went off about Ryan Tannehill, saying like, "This dude can't complete a pass. Why are you drafting a wide receiver to be your quarterback?" Fair question, uh, but she was going off on Twitter. We need more of that. You need more of that because I feel like you, you, you people don't realize that, and this is why it's it's a it's good for you. People don't realize how dumb soccer players are. Like, we need the Mario Balotelli's yeah. of the world need to be more open to the public. Which, I mean, they have Twitter accounts, but Ooh. they don't use it as a means of, of arguing and expressing, you know, what's on their mind. If they did, people would come to realize very, very quickly that college athletes smoking weed nights before drafts <laughs> and a bunch of dumb professional athletes who never went to school, went straight from high school, are not the mm-hmm. only dumb people that play sports in this world. No, particularly with soccer, because you can get those quote unquote, you know, young stars at like 17, 18 on these clubs. I can't even imagine what it would be like if they were just allowed to run free with Twitter accounts. Even if you maybe, listen to maybe the interviews. Are, but, you know, you don't hear, you know, you just don't see them publicized as much as some of no, like, you, the main No, they US don't, sports. though, because I follow a lot of guys on Twitter and they don't take to it like, like Americans yeah. do. Yeah, so. I mean, um, like you said, you've got college kids ruining their draft stock. Posting a weed smoking video. Well, you know, uh, you know what it is. Is just we're just gonna, we're gonna have to poke the bear a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We'll, uh, okay. Have to start. Sure. With tweet, the beak. Tweeting a little tweets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> give him a little. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Gonna, oh, so um, hey Mario, um, trying to uh, trying to blow up some some bathrooms tonight. Like we, uh, Phil, that's too far. Hey, uh, hey Ronaldo, you want to You want to go tanning and shave every hair in our bodies together? Hey, did you see? Speaking of Ronaldo, did you see his? Uh, like workout thing he was doing. Oh my! The the CR seven performance training thing. <laughs> I forget what it was, but his short. He was basically wearing like shorts. a man bikini. He was wearing a banana. Um, it's like a banana thong. Yeah, yeah. Holding like some elastic. Uh, I don't know. Must be muscle workout thing. But I just probably more God. Like, everything that guy does just makes me laugh. In he, a not like actually real he funny looks like way, he, but like <laughs> it's hard to describe. He looks. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in your brain right now, but he reminds me of like a, a male Barbie doll, like a human Barbie doll. <laughs> he is. Like everything about him. Uh, the other recommendation I have to improve the game, uh, this one I'm taking a little bit more seriously, is what if 
uh, similar to the introduction of autonomous cars. Soccer, uh-huh, got rid- uh-huh. soccer got rid of all of its managers and just let the boys play. Just let them out there. Just let them play. Like the playground. It would be the, it would be fantastic, and more importantly, which teams it would show you immediately which teams lack leadership yeah. and any type of structure. <clears throat> Looking at half of the Premier League teams, uh, <laughs> I feel like this is a this would be a recipe for German teams to just absolutely dominate the world. Uh, Ooh, cheers. is that a World War II reference? Maybe I, I was gonna say is that too. Sorry, you know too what? Soon? Doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, it would be great to see uh, to see a, a game and in all sports. I mean, you could do this NBA, you could do this NHL. Well, that's um, one of my favorite arguments to have is just what get rid of sports the coach. does like a coach slash manager count? Exactly. Or matter? Well, like, it's soccer valid is, questions. See, I think, well, there's two different types. So when does the coach matter off, like not in-game? And then which coach matters the most in-game, right? Right. So yep. you'd have yep. to weigh out what's more important. Like football, for example, you'd argue it's both, right? You'd argue it's football. the preparation before. For me, football is the one that's the top. Just because there's so many schemes and yeah. specific plays that come from but the like, managers slash coaches' head. Like in-game soccer management, I don't. I mean, there's halftime adjustments you can make. Obviously, formation changes and a couple right. key substitutions, but I don't think it's a, nearly as much as a bigger influence as football. I'd even put basketball in the same boat as soccer. I don't think that the in-game same, coaching same. does. I think everything you learn, everything you learn how to play, your your strategy, your tactics, all gets done more so off off the game day, more so in practice. Same. NHL in-game coaching might be pretty big, too. Uh, I think there's a lot of shit strategies. To Throwing shift. lines out yeah. there. It's a bit more yeah. important because it's happening every 60, 90 seconds. Yeah. No, but I think, to be honest, I think soccer is the one. Oh, and baseball, too, that says, you know, if you were to take a manager out of the game action, would it really change anything? Because baseball, you got a manager. The only things they're, you know, figuring out are batting lineups, Bullpen changes. It's like in the game. But like a player could do that changes. on behalf of a coach. Like it's situations Agreed. where a Agreed. player doesn't have the means to do it where it matters, i.e. football. Yep. So we're pretty, we're pretty or much just keeping people's heads straight. Yeah, so we Being pretty much sound just, just decided person. that football, American football is the, the, the most um, complicated. The other, other, other football? The other, is the most complicated sport out there. Right, right. All right. What else we got out there? So a couple other notable things that happened as we caught up on the six-month international break that we were traveling the world. Uh, on March 12th <laughs> is a very, very big day uh, to Minnesota. Yes. they. Uh, for people that don't know, Minnesota is one of the two expansion teams for the MLS this year. Um, so there was a governor of Minnesota declared March 12th uh, city or state or whatever you want to call it, soccer day. Now, question for you. Any mm-hmm. chance anyone remembers next year that March 12th is International Soccer Day? Uh, not a chance. Or, nope. sorry, I should say Minnesota. Minnesota uh, Soccer Minnesota Day. Minnesota Soccer Day. No. Hey, you like that I soccer d- game? I, <laughs> I doubt it. But one thing I will point out, Atlanta and Minnesota are crushing the soccer world right now. So two cities <laughs> that literally have nothing to do with one another mm-hmm. in any other context being put together for the first time. Apparently, soccer is just like the biggest and greatest thing that's ever happened there, judging by what social media says. Um, But these people selling out all their games, making loud noises louder than the Seahawks pumping in crowd noise. It's people are in love. Yeah, they're in love. I mean, you've seen communities, especially. I mean, obviously, we talk about the world. We don't even have to go there. Soccer is the number one sport. We all know that. But in America, you've seen certain communities really rally around that MLS squad and some they just don't give a shit but like places in the northwest Portland Seattle they love their clubs down Orlando you hope that Atlanta and Minnesota 
I mean, Minnesota especially seems like an odd one to me. But maybe there is a crazy fan base there that is that you know wants hey, MLS, soccer. MLS cares. Here's a good one. Get rid of all your teams and move them to a different city and then move them back. Watch how fast your fanhood increases. You know what yeah. Minnesota and Atlanta to me remind me of? His stepbrothers like, fucking love you. And, I, and the MLS <laughs> is like, but you, you, don't, you don't even know me. You mean, nope. And they're like, fucking love you. Well, Atlanta bitch slapped Minnesota. Uh, that was their matchup Big on the, uh, the Minnesota soccer day. Atlanta won 6-1. Uh, Minnesota like, is now 0-0-2. Great start. And people still love them. Still love them. Love their them. goal differential is minus 9. <laughs> they've scored two goals, and they've let up 11. So yeah. not the best of starts. Minnesota is the Cleveland Browns of I'm, oh, pre- I'm predicting this. Minnesota is the Cleveland Browns of the MLS. That's... They haven't had enough time to prove how bad their front office is, but just watch. Hmm. Um, other notable things is going on, or actually already happened, we just caught up on, is this one really, really stung me the wrong way. Insert dog shelter. In Portugal, they don't have enough money to fund their daily operating costs, or monthly, I should say. Like, 2000, like most dog shelters, unfortunately. Which is fair. You know, 2,000 euros. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo did you know, very nice gesture. I can't hit him for, I can't hit him for this because I do like dogs. Uh, I'm a new <laughs> profound dog lover, but he sent a signed shirt, so a signed jersey that he signed himself, to the mm-hmm. Portuguese dog shelter, a local one, I don't know the town, uh, to help raise funds to meet their vet bills. So I'm not going to hate on him for that. Yeah, appreciate that. Yep. All support counts. Now, good cause. Good that cause. Is, now that aside, ah, uh, kind of an egotistic move. I mean, how much does he really think his signed jersey is worth? Um, did they sell it yet? Did they? No, but they like, like they said to say help raise funds, and the, but the funds that they mentioned, the, the monetary value was two thousand euros. I would not buy a Cristiano Ronaldo signed jersey. So that's for 2, the funds euros. they need. Yes, just for this month. So gotcha. kind of a dickhead move by Ronaldo to be like, here's my signed jersey. You're pretty much all set for life if you sell it. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe what not I th- true. What I think probably would have gone a little bit farther, which is why, again, shame on Cristiano Ronaldo's PR team for not contacting the other football. <laughs> why not send them over 100-plus blankets? Now, Ooh. that's what I'm talking about. Those puppies sell for that's like a twofer. 150 euros a pop. You get 200 of those for free. Woo! Smooth sailing. Hmm. My last theory is that uh, Michael Vick's the news of Michael Vick and dog fighting just got to Spain, so their like his PR team was like, "Hey, dude, we should um we should show some good gestures towards dogs." Right. Get on the get on the good side of this issue like, that's sweeping like, like, the world. They're like, it's just yeah, like everyone's catching in on it. Like everybody's looking at dog shelters. Like any sure. anything we can do to like put ourselves in the bright light. Uh, they just got hit with this news. I think they finally decided to make a move. <laughs> that's my I other mean, theory. The plush blankets. Also, could have gone to the dogs to keep, to them, keep warm. them warm. I mean, it's, it's just it's too many reasons not to have sent it. So shame on you, huh. shame on you, PR team. I mean, maybe you know, we discussed those blankets on a past episode. Maybe they were out of stock because they're such a big hit. Sold I still, out. Need, I still want to order one. What what was the one? Was it pink with like his face on? Yeah, it or I something? want that one. Just oh. like I wear, wear it naked. If we ever have a v- uh, do they do video uh, podcasts? I think they do. Yeah, I think it's video called a movie. Oh, that could be it. Yep. Or if we ever have our own TV show. It could be that's also what we called a TV show, yeah. That's what we can hang behind us. Oh, like I'm just going to sit in it naked. Okay, I want to be, clo- be as close to his face as I can possibly be. Just your crotch region all over his face. Yes, exactly. Uh, Love it. Also, <laughs> um, in January, uh, we missed this as well. Klopp received a giant pastry um, and a natural gift given to you after winning the third cup round. 
of the FA Cup. Uh, the third round of the FA Cup. Well, the uh, over, Brits love pastries. Over it's... Plymouth Argyle. Oh, nothing like a little bit of a tea. Nothing a, like a little tea pastry. Mm. Um, mm. But Klopp said, I don't think so. He's like, are there carbs in this? Because I don't eat carbs. Oh. So it turns out Klopp is a little bit of an Atkins dieter. Um, I kind of want to, we should rename the Atkins diet to be the official Klopp diet. That's fair. He yeah. does look pretty good, so you know, I'm not going to. Handsome looking man. How about this? A little wager for the other football podcast. We love wagers. Liverpool and Manchester City coming up. I'm talking to you listeners. Liverpool, Man City this weekend. If Liverpool wins, if Liverpool wins, Corey and I, we will not eat carbs. We will be doing the club diet for two whole weeks. Christ. Does that include liquid carbs? Because... No. Okay, good. Because... We've got St. Patrick's Day on Sunday, the parade. I believe the day is on Friday, but we got the parade on Sunday. Yeah. And then uh, we're heading to Vegas. That's Shout right. out to our boy Mills, Al Miliano, getting married, having a little bachelor party out in Vegas. Good, unleashing himself from the good old ball and chain. So we will maybe even do an episode in Vegas. We haven't quite talked about it yet. but It depends on timing. It sure does. So we will be doing a no-carb two weeks to find out how miserable life's going uh, if Liverpool beats Man City. Yeah, we'll keep you filled in uh, with ha- just how many babies we would kill for a bite of carbs after a week of that diet. Yep, so Corey and Phil will fill you in on how things go. Classic. Uh, earlier this week, Dele Ali posted a video of him beating Eric Dyer in basketball, so nothing makes me happier <laughs> than when soccer players continuously try to play sports, Other sports? that aren't oh, it's soccer. The best. Can we go? What was it? Neymar he was, uh, playing baseball. Yep. With the Mets, showed up, took a couple cuts, looked like my grandma. Yeah, and there was another one too, but I can't remember. Cristiano Ronaldo was tossing a football around. Uh, I forget what team he visited. It might have been the yes, Giants. Yes, and he looked, he throws like a four year old child. He had one that was like a somewhat of a spiral, but the form was just atrocious. Oh, yeah, and then didn't we see um, who's that dude who's obsessed with J.J. Watt when Mexico was in Houston? Uh, Chicharito. Uh, Chicharito. Chicharito was throwing yep. footballs around. Trying, but he yeah. was actually kind of decent. Oh, um, I think he's the one I'm thinking that threw a spiral. It was Form kind of a spiral. Great, but it was like better than Ronaldo. Ronaldo was like end over end like a punt. It, but his ball was just, or a field goal, excuse me. That's what it looked like coming out of his hands. Yeah, it was, it was not <laughs> it was pretty. Ugly. But neither was. I think Dele Ali showed a video of him probably taking three shots. All of them were banks, bricks off the backboard that somehow managed to go in. Nice. Um, they're also classic London style, playing on like a three by four foot court in the backyard of someone's house. <laughs> so like when uh, Americans post that, it's like mansion, three basketball courts. Meanwhile, they're in a little oh, yeah. garden patio. It's like half. It's like a half of a half of a court. So that would be a quarter. <laughs> um, and it, they just in their jeans, and they both look terrible. Um, but contra- probably, looked, probably thought they looked like the bee's knees. Oh, no, not at all. It was anything but sweet, Corey. <laughs> they have a big controversy, though, because Dyer said that he won, and when he confronted Dele Ali about it, he said, who won the game? He said, I was the better player. They're like, well, that, you didn't Ooh. answer the question. Insert rivalry. Uh, I think this might be the falling apart of Tottenham. See, I'm going the other way. I think they should spin this, make it an event, join forces with Cristiano Ronaldo, One-on-one. It's not actually with Ronaldo, but just, you know, fundraising stuff. One-on-one, game to 21, Dyer versus Alley. Proceeds go to charity. I would would pay a lot of money for that. But my bigger concern is... Would they ever make it to 21? No, I only sell like three baskets. But, dude, 
I'm telling you, man, this is this I is going to tear up their team. If they can't trust each other and they can't n- believe in one another to tell the truth, how are they going to go out there and play side by side together? That's true. Truth and trust goes a long way. There's also another big thing that might ruin Tottenham's season. It's got nothing to do with basketball. Harry Kane's <laughs> ankle ligament injury. No, that's minor. That's minor compared to this Allie Dyer. <laughs> Seven weeks, Corey. Ugh. Seven weeks, ankle ligament injury that he sustained last week and puts Harry Kane with a cane uh, until potentially the FA Cup semifinal versus Chelsea. Yeah, that's a dagger. Um, on the other side of injury news, but in good news, if you're a U.S. fan, that is, Clint Dempsey uh, has been out for the past few months with some heart. I think it was like an irregular heartbeat, something along those lines. Uh, He is back. He's played a couple matches in the MLS, proved his fitness. Bruce Arena selected him now uh, for the 24 that we'll be facing uh, Honduras, and I think it's Panama. Yeah, two more more games coming up, World Cup qualifier, uh, in the upcoming months, I believe. Yeah, next Friday and then something else. Can't remember, but Dempsey will be back. Should be interesting, something to keep an eye on. Um, we mentioned it last week, but the U.S. is in a not ideal situation right now. Nope. They're pretty much as ideal as Indiana is in the NCAA tournament. Oh, if you guys didn't get that, you should look it up. Um, quickly. Before we go, though, Phil. Yeah, you go first. Actually, no, you go. You no, go you, first. No, you you go said first. quickly. You go first. I didn't say quickly. I just said. All right, so I'll go quicker. You go I quicker. was going to ask. Who do you like in this March Madness? I was just about to say. <laughs> Great minds that. think alike. So sweet, Corey. Oh, my God. Four national championship final four, sleepers, upsets. Um, for those who don't know, um, I am a big financial advisor. I have a big client set. Uh, college basketball is my forte. That is your best financing I've watched a lot option. of it. Um, thousand times more games than I've watched soccer. <laughs> so that shows you how much I've watched it. So anything I say will a thousand percent happen. Okay. Uh, big upset, URI. URI, I also like URI. URI. Yep, it's no-brainer coming out of the left side of the bracket. I don't know if that's east or west, but... um, Don't know either. You you got Villanova, Gonzaga. Lock it up. Okay. Lock it up. So a couple of ones really going on a limb there, Phil. Fact beyond fact, Kentucky does not make the Elite Eight. I like that. Uh, Duke gets bounced by somebody. I'm not... Hardly know her. I'm not going to tell you who. I'm not going to give away all my sleepers, but Villanova, Gonzaga, don't take Kentucky. I don't know about Kansas. They got a pretty easy cakewalk there. Mm. Um, I think that's all I'm willing to give away. So national championship, I think Michigan can make a run. Everyone's gung-ho about Michigan ever since their flight incident. Michigan Uh, for a national championship, huh? Yeah, the thing about it that I don't like is that everyone's on it. So obviously they dominated the Big Ten tournament. I'm a big that means fan they got to get by Louisville round two. They do, but coming as a UConn fan and supporter, Corey, you should know how important it is to be playing well in conference tournaments. I do know. I do know. Unfortunately, my UConn Huskies are not in the tournament this year. Not a great season from them. So Michigan's uh, always a good one uh, to keep in mind after seeing them play this tournament. Wisconsin, absolutely screwed with their eight seed. Uh, nope. Wichita State being a 10 is also one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Minnesota being a 5 as well. Wichita is going to beat Kentucky. You heard it here first. Um, mm. And I think that's it. I don't really want to get into much more. Unless you tweet at the other 40, in which case I'll give you any pick you ask me for. <laughs> Free of charge, because that's the kind of guy I am. Fair. I don't do as much investing as Phil. I, uh, um, neither do I. I do it on behalf of my clients. That's what I mean. Like I don't, I don't have clients like right, you. Right, right, right. So right, I don't do investing. You. I just kind of do mock investing. Right, right. 
Um, but I'm not a huge fan of Villanova. That's the dumbest thing ever. Go I mean, ahead. I like them. Don't love them. Um, I do like Gonzaga a lot. They are actually my go-to national championship team. Um, not because I particularly think that they will win the championship, but just because everybody else is going to be on, you know, Duke, UNC. Well, Gonzaga Kansas, was the is the exact same thing Villanova was last year. That's my thought exactly. The exact same thing. Well, not that good. Didn't play anybody. Rely too yep. much on. Just got to put it together. They have a great team. A lot of really, really good players. So, I don't know. I think they'll be all right. Um, I like Baylor. There are three. I think they're the team to beat Duke. See, I think, I, like. I think Baylor's kind of a fraud. Yeah, they will play each other. I think yeah, Baylor's that's, a big fraud. They could be. They very well could be. I don't think they're that good. They start off now. Ask me that question earlier in the season. Baylor is really good. Uh, yeah, but put, then they went through a really shitty run. But they're not picking it up. Well, you know what? No, I, they ended the season well. They did. And I they say that too, but well. like everyone's always like conference tournaments are a big judge of how teams do. Syracuse last year got bounced first round of the ACC tournament or whatever tournament. Yeah, ACC. First round. Where did they make it last year? Final four. So. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying I'm just saying I like them. A team that not many people will be on probably. No, I, like I, I think Baylor's Kentucky, on every, Baylor's I like on UCLA to beat Kentucky. Well, here's the thing. Neither, and this is why I'm not taking neither UCLA nor Kentucky. Neither of them play defense. You cannot make it to a Final Four if you do not play defense. Mm. You can't. Kentucky does not play defense. They'll run into a team, a disciplined team like Wichita. They're done. UCLA if runs into a disciplined so, team. They did against Arizona. They're done. You see now. I think UCLA has a better chance of of beating a better team than Kentucky does. Kentucky just Fair doesn't enough. play. Just doesn't play defense. So I can't get behind them. And that whole corner. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's the rough. That's the rough that's section. Not, that's the it's the yeah. group of death. Yeah, um, for those soccer fans. But anyway, for anybody still listening, um, our picks mean next to nothing because this no, is March true. Madness. No, that's not true at all. Corey's <laughs> picks, Phil. Corey's picks might not mean anything, but mine mean everything. Right, right. You tweet keep us. Telling yourself that. Tweet us. Let us know your feedback. Let us know who you want to know who wins. Guys, we've missed you. It feels so good to be back. Looking, so good. Looking forward for so next good. week. Enjoy a fantastic St. Patrick's Day, guys. Do not drink too much. Have some, but drink a decent amount. Decent amount. Don't dance too much, but dance a decent but amount. But dance more than a decent amount. Don't be too hungover. Don't be too hungover, but be pretty hungover. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and don't lose too much money on, on uh, March Madness. Oh, that's the most important. Invest. No. Invest. Yes, that's right. Don't lose. It's not losing invest. if you're investing. That just means that you Correct. were behind the market. It's sure. not your fault. Bull is bull market. It's macroeconomic variables you couldn't control. Exactly. There's nothing you can do about it. Variables, man. Freaking variables. All right. Again, tweet us the other footy. Soccer, basketball, anything in between. Get at us. We want to hear from you. Besides that? Chaps and, chaps and chapettes, I bid you a fair ado. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>